Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. One, two, three, Cancun. That was the Hawks chant tonight as they lost to the New York Knicks. And we're at the All-Star break. We'll talk about it right here, right now at the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And folks, we are here. We are at the All Star break. Um, typically, folks always talk about the All Star break being like the midpoint of the season, but the season is way past the midpoint. <laughs> like most of these teams have played like close to 60 games. You know, there's only like maybe 20 something games left for most of these teams. The Hawks, I know are sitting at 29 and 30. So that means they've played 59 games. I'm not a mathematician. So that probably means you got, let's see, 68 to 22. Um, about roughly 20-something more games left. 20-something more games left. So you're past the halfway point. And uh, I would just want to give you this as a, as a programming note. Next podcast, I know the Hawks don't have um, another game for a while. But uh, we'll probably do a mailbag podcast. We'll probably do some uh, grading podcast. Uh, so we have some 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 shows coming up for you down the pipe that we're going to be working on uh, just to give you something to listen to during the break. Um, Hawks suffered a tough one tonight, a tough one against the Knicks. And uh, it was ugly. It was ugly from the jump. It was ugly from the jump. I'll tell you that. And I was in the building. Um, pretty decent crowd tonight. A lot of Knicks fans, of course. Knicks are one of those national teams that... Uh, wherever they go, they're going to take over the building, Jack. I'm going to just let you know that right now. You know, the Knicks, Knicks fans, they travel. They're, they are a, uh, yeah, they're, they're a national team, you know, kind of like the Steelers, kind of like the Cowboys. Um, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> it's kind of annoying, to be honest with you. I ain't, I'm, I'm going to keep it to stack with you. It's kind of annoying. But, um, yeah, we'll get in. Let me let me get rid of this housekeeping first. Let me get rid of the housekeeping. First of all, if you stumbled onto the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Thank you for joining us. 
My name is Edub. I am the host of this here podcast, the Hawks Beat Podcast, where we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. And uh, thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to listen to what we have to say. Greatly appreciative of that. Greatly appreciative of your time. Um, a big part of what we do is on social media. So connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our name on Twitter and Instagram are at Hawks Beat. That's all one word, Hawks Beat. Um, just search, type in uh, the Hawks Beat on Facebook and you'll find our, our page. Make sure you like that. And last but definitely not least, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you are listening on. All right, let's get into it. Hawks took on the Knicks tonight. Hawks were actually three and a half point favorites. I believe that was the line that I saw before the game. All guys were good. All guys was back. You know, John Collins was back in the starting lineup. Had your regular starters. New York had their guys, and it was time to do battle. Going into tonight's game, you're looking up at the Knicks in the standings. You're looking up at the Knicks in the standings, and one would think, one would think that uh, a game like this, you almost had to maybe even circle it on the calendar. You know what I'm saying? Just If nothing else, just knowing that they are like two and three games ahead of you in the standings, like going into tonight's game, the Hawks were, of course, they've been the AC for the longest. Um, Thanks to the sixth seed, they're not that far ahead of you guys. But um, now the Hawks, I mean, the Knicks are nine and a half backs out of first. And the Hawks are 13 games back out of first. So they're starting to put some distance between um, between the seedings. You know, the Knicks are currently the sixth seed. And they are they are uh, they're trying to hold on to that thing. The Miami Heat are behind them. The Heat, of course, they've been trying to get some things together. They've lost two in a row as well. So um, it's a lot of movement going on in the East. A lot of movement going on in the East. And the Hawks, unfortunately, they're at five hundred. Then they're below five hundred. They're at five hundred. Then they're below five hundred. Aside from like that four game win streak, four or five game win streak. I can't think of a streak that this team put together. I just, and that's not saying that they haven't put one together. I just don't know about it. I just, I, I just can't bring it to mind right now. It is kind of late. It's been a long day, but nevertheless, um, let's just go over some of these notes that I took during the game, right? All right. So here's the thing. I thought the Hawks were going to show up tonight and they just did. They did not show up, right? It's kind of disappointing because I really like to see the Hawks beat the Knicks. I really like to see the Hawks beat the Knicks. And I'm not even like, you know, it, you guys know how I get down with the get down, right? Like, I could, it's fine, right? But, like, the Knicks fans, they're a little bit, they're rambunctious, they're arrogant. You guys know how Knicks fans are, right? You know, so I would love nothing better. At the end of the day, see all those guys in Timberlands and bubble jackets to go home with an L. Wasn't the case. 14 to 6 out the gate. 14 to 6. And I'm like, yo, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? And I mean, I don't, I don't mean that as like a fan. It's like we. I'm just saying like, oh, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? Contested shots, not getting good shots. And it was just like, bruh, like, it was early on. And I wrote like, yo, this Hawks teams look overmatched. Like, they looked overmatched playing the New York Knicks. 
And I was just like, wow, like, how did we get here? How did we get here? Um, next thing you know, it's course, 11 to 30. And I, 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 one of the notes I put down, I said, look, I said, it seems like a holdover from last game. All New York shots seem to be in rhythm. They seem to be relatively easy. And all the Hawks points are like hard fought. Like they wasn't getting nothing easy. They weren't making no threes. And it just, you don't want to dig yourself a hole. And I'm like, okay, are we going to, are we doing this again? Like we digging ourselves a hole again. Like, I don't know. I know it has to be frustrating for you guys as fans. Because it's frustrating for me as somebody that covers the team. Like, First quarter, let me just read you a little bit of this thing. You guys know, if you listen to the podcast, I'm not necessarily a stat guy. I believe stats have their place for context. But there's very little context here. (laughs) At the end of the first quarter, the Hawks shot 28%. No, I'm sorry. 28.6. Let me give them a point six. I don't want to cheat them. I don't want you guys to think that I'm out here being a hater. 28.6. That's what they shot after the first quarter. Guess what they shot for three? Yes. Yes, that would be correct. Zero percent. Now, zero percent is okay if you don't take any shots. But they took eight. And they missed all three of them. Jonte Murray didn't have it going. He was 0 for 3. His shots just didn't look good. John Collins missed that corner three he always takes. And Trey missed a shot. Aaron Holiday got it in there. He missed a shot. C.D. Bay missed a shot. A.J. Griffin missed a shot. Everybody missed a shot. That's just what it was in the first quarter. So after the first quarter, you dig yourself a nice little 16-point hole. A nice little 16-point hole. Now, in some circles, it's not really a problem. But this isn't the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry. This is the Atlanta Hawks, and they're not a team that is relatively comfortable, I'll just say, being down 16 after one. They're not. So, second half goes down, and it's kind of more of the same. You shoot a little bit better. You shoot a little bit better. You turn up the defense. I guess you turn up the defense, maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't see much difference in that second quarter. They they were one for seven. Still not making no threes. Still getting outscored in the second quarter. And it was a very ho-hum quarter. <laughs> At one point, I said the Hawks are currently one from 14 from three. Dot, dot, dot. That's not good. I also wrote Jalen Brunson should have been an all-star. That boy was bald. Should have been an all-star. Should have been an all-star. But I digress. So you're going into halftime. And you've built yourself a nice cozy hole. 44 to 66. And I'm saying to myself, you know what? Let me see what this third quarter is looking like. Because if it looks pretty bad, I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm leaving. I had a long day. Been up since 5 o'clock. I'm not staying for this full game. And run the risk of getting caught in Atlanta Hawks traffic and Atlanta United traffic because the United were playing tonight. And God knows if you've ever been down there when both of those games get out at the same time, ooh, wee boy, <laughs> that is not a place you want to be. All right, so third quarter happens. 
Hawks start to show a little a little resistance. Okay, like, okay, maybe these dudes want to play a little basketball. Maybe they want to play a little basketball. I wasn't, I, I was very skeptical of buying in. 11-2 run to start the quarter to cut the lead down to 13. But the note that I said, I said, look, Hawks cut the lead to 13. I said, but you know what? The lead's probably going to be back up to 20 or close to 20 by the five-minute mark. I'll update my notes at the five-minute mark. Anybody want to guess what the lead was at the five-minute mark? Just take a guess. Just take a guess. Nope. Nope. If you said 15, you were correct. So they chopped into the lead just a little bit, just a little bit. And I said, look. I don't know if the Hawks are necessarily playing better or if the Knicks were just doing Nick things. I think it was the latter. It just seemed like the Knicks started taking more complicated shots, making things more complicated for themselves. They could have got anywhere on the court that they wanted to because that perimeter defense was Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. So, um... They kind of make it a game. They cut it to 13 a couple times. They cut it down to 13, I think, in the fourth quarter as well. But at the end of the day, it was academic. It was academic. You know, I mean, it. they just, you know, normally coach puts Trey out there for like the last seven minutes or so. He only had him out there for three. They knew what time it was. They called in the Calvary at about three minutes. Vic Carucci and Brand, uh, Bruno Fernando, all those guys get a little bit of burn. And uh, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. So, um, unfortunately, Hawks go into the All-Star break 29 and 30. They lose a doozy 122 to 101. So, the question is this. Whose fault is it? Who are we going to blame? Who are we going to blame? Because that's the thing everybody wants to know after the game. Who are we going to blame? We're going to blame Nate. We're going to blame the players. Who we want to blame? We're going to blame front office. Everybody wants to know who we're going to blame. I'll tell you who we're going to blame after the break. <laughs> Stick around. You listen to the Hogsbeat Podcast. Let my sponsors get in here real quick. On the other side, I'll tell you where we go from here. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, folks, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, talking a little Atlanta Hawks basketball. We are here at the All-Star break. The Hawks bring a 29-30 and 30 record into the All-Star break. I'm sure by now, it's 11 o'clock, most of the players, if they've already done their media availability, are probably headed to the plane. And I'm pretty sure most of these dudes are going somewhere warm. 
I don't blame him. I don't blame him. So let's uh, let's hear a little bit about the. Let, let's just take the temperature of the fans. All right, let's just take the temperature of the fans and let's see what you guys have to say. I appreciate you guys always checking us out. Appreciate um, what you guys always have to say when you tweet us. So I did send out a question after the game. I said, hey. What is the Hawks' ceiling for this season? How many wins? How far did they go in the playoffs? Just to take any burners to see, um, you know, what you guys thought. My guy Brad weighed in. He said 39 wins, playing tournament, and ousted in the first round again. Okay. Appreciate that, Brad. Make sure y'all check out Brad's podcast, man. He does a good job. Eat those Hawks. Make sure you cover, uh, follow them on uh, Twitter. Uh, sportsethos.com. Definitely check out my guy. He does good work over there. Um, he's been on my show. I've had him on his show. I mean, he's been on my show <laughs> and vice versa. I've been on his show. So uh, big respect to my guy, Brad. Joshua Fletcher said they aren't passing the heat or the Knicks. The Raptors and the Wizards are playing better at the trade deadline. Eight or nine. He said, I bet that the Hawks not making it out of the plan. I'd even put a smaller bet on the possibility they drop out of the play-in altogether. Hey, these are these are your um, these are your your thoughts, and I appreciate you guys checking out. Um, after the game, I always tweet you guys. Hey, what are your thoughts on the game? I think folks are just maybe I gotta get a better question, <laughs> but folks are just tired. Like the fans are tired, the fans are exhausted, the fans are frustrated. My guy Kevin said, Nate. Gotta go. <laughs> uh, DJ Yogi said one, two, three, Cancun. Uh, let's see. My guy DJ says, I can't wait till they get swept out of the first round if they get past the plan. And this is over with. Okay. Hey, appreciate the input, man. I appreciate the input. And I got to say this. A lot of times after a loss, folks want to put the blame, find out what the blame is. Like that's the most important thing. I think clearly that blame can be spread all around from the front office down to the 12th man. I think blame can go everywhere. Now, there's some folks that like to tend to think that I have a I'm a Nate McMillan apologist. I'm not I called Nate to the floor last game. Say, hey, some of this falls on Nate. I've always said some of it falls on Nate. People don't like when I say some. They don't like when I say some of the blame falls on Nate. They want me to say all of the blame falls on Nate. All of the things that go bad in a basketball game fall on the head coach. Now, I'm not going to do that because all of the blame does not fall on Nate. You can say I say some. Some of you might disagree and say most. That's fine. It's fine. But understand the context. Some of it falls on Nate. Some of it falls on players. Whether it's 50-50, 60-40, 70-30, it doesn't matter. There is accountability on everybody that has to do with the game plan and the execution. So if you want to bang Nate on the game plan, that's fine. I'm with you. If you want to bang him on the strategy, the X's and O's, I'm with you. But on the execution, that is on the players. 
It's on the players. And 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 listen, it, 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 again, I don't have a heaven or hell for Nate McMillan. I could care less whether he's here or whether he's gone. My job is to give you perspective. Perspective. And if you want Nate gone, just say you want Nate gone. But I cannot break down a basketball game. And when I see guys taking bad shots, say, oh, man, that's Nate's fault. No, it is not Nate's fault. It is that player's fault. Now, Nate may have something to do with it because of the X's and O's and, you know, this, that, or the other. But, however, it does not all fall on Nate. Listen to the context of what I'm saying. Some of it falls on Nate. Some of it falls on players. We can, we can disagree on the nuance of that. 50-50, 60-40, 70-30. But it all does not fall on Nate McMillan. You can get him gone if you want. And that's fine. I don't care. People seem to think that I'm a Nate McMillan apologist, and I'm not. I think the Hawks probably do need to fire Nate McMillan. I think his voice may be hollow in that locker room. However, even if there is a hollow voice in that locker room, I think this team has a continuity problem. I don't think they play well together. I don't. I think that there is uh, I think that there is personality issues in that locker room. I think that there is a lot more than meets the eye. Everybody's done got their paychecks. Everybody's getting paid now. And now things are just a little bit different. That's what I think. And Nate, of course, he's going to be the casualty at the end of the season. If he makes it to the end of the season, I think that he will. I think that he will. I don't. I, I saw somebody that says, I don't know how Nate makes it past this game. Easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> because they simply don't have a replacement. Like it was different when Lloyd, when Lloyd Pierce was coaching because you didn't have anybody that had really any NBA pedigree on his staff. Until Nate McMillan showed up. Then it made it easier to get rid of Lloyd Pierce. One, because you weren't paying Lloyd Pierce any money. Because he was just there to clean up the mess from Bud. So it was easy to get rid of Pierce and hire Nate. Now with Nate, it's a little bit different. Because you don't have a guy on that bench that you can say unequivocally is a better solution. You don't. You can can him, but the guys who are assistants are probably going to do the same thing that Nate does. And if you want to keep it a buck, Nate did the same thing Lloyd did when he got canned. The only difference was the players liked him. And I think that ship has run its course. <laughs> I don't think the players, I think that there are some players that don't really care for Nate too much. I think number 11 and word on the street, number 20 may not care too much for Nate either. If that's the case, he got to go. He got to go. However, when it comes down to execution, that is always on the players. The players have free will. Nate doesn't call a play every single play down the court. Let me say that again, because I think that some of you think that every time 
a play goes down, that the coach is the one who calls the play. When they have a turnover, oh, I can't believe Nate called that play. It doesn't work like that. He gives those players, and most NBA coaches, give their players a lot of anonymity, which means they have a lot of free will to run the offense how they feel or how, what they feel is best possible. So when Trey comes down and he makes a turnover, oh, my God, I can't believe Nate did that. <laughs> I can't believe Nate called that. Nah, bruh, it doesn't work like that. So let's just spread that kind of be accountability around a little bit can we can we just do that all right at the end of the day the hawks are who their record says they are this is a 500 ball club no 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 i'm sorry this is not a 500 ball club this is a 29 and 30 ball club so they are not 500 if they win another game after the break then they'll be a 500 ball club until then, this is below 500, and I tell you what, they sure paying a whole lot of money for some 500 basketball. And I know they didn't make any trades at the deadline, but I tell you what, all that's money that's owed next year, I'll tell you this right now, Brother Tony is not going to cut that check for some 500 basketball. And that's some perspective for you. He's not. He's not going to cut that check for 500 basketball. Not going to do it. So what moves do he make? What moves do he make? I think we'll talk about that next podcast. I think we'll talk about that next podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, it is late. We've had a long day. And we got to get up bright and early in the morning to teach tomorrow's bright stars. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out the Hawks Beat podcast. Thank you for following us on Twitter and Instagram at Hawks Beat. Thank you for uh, subscribing to the podcast on your listening platform. And thank you for dropping four and five, no, five stars off when you rated our podcast. Special shout out to brother EJ, our production assistant. Doing good work again. I appreciate you, brother. Good job. Keep up the good work. And like we always say, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love, because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.